Hello, listeners. My name is Jordan. And I'm Christina. On this week's episode, we're talking about the care and keeping of our mom friends. We cover how to identify a mom friend, the contents of a mom purse, and what to do if your mom friend is out of commission. Welcome to We Got Shit to Do. So, Jordan, tell me how your week was. Uh, well, it's still pretty early in this week, but last week was just a little busy preparing for the new uh, semester and whatnot. Uh, just trying to get like everything I want done before it's like, no, you don't have time to. And how was yours? It was pretty good. Pretty busy. <laughs> yep. That's, I mean, well, we, we do have shit to do. We do have shit to do. <laughs> so what are we talking about on this today's episode? Today's episode is all about the mom friend. <sighs> I feel like we need to define this first. A mom friend is that friend that takes care of the other friends, checks in on them often, similar to the sober friend. I feel like that definition is too, like, it's too low level for that, because one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone does some sort of just generically nice thing, like, it's just being nice, being a good person uh, for their friend, and they say something along the lines of, like, yeah, I'm the mom, or I'm the mom friend, or something, like... No, you, like, moved your jacket so they could sit down next to you at a table. Or you held their hair while they were throwing up. Like, not necessarily the mom friend. Something I would also do for strangers. You know, spoiler alert, you have to care about your friends, you gotta be nice to your friends, so, like, the mom friend takes it to another level that is similar to a mom. Yes. They are typically, in my opinion, probably, like, the more mature of the group. Not necessarily always. But in doing practical things, such as like, oh, if we want to be at the party at this time, we need to leave by this time. Yes. Something along those lines where when it comes to the practical matters, these people are just a bit more mature. And I think it gets almost harder to tell who's the mom friend between like when you first learn of the term and like where we are currently. Like, it gets a little harder to tell, because, like, everyone's now a little bit more mature and a little bit more practical, so multiple people can become the mom friend, but there is always one ultimate mom, mom friend. friend. If we're talking just, like, our sorority family, I was pro- I was definitely the mom friend. Yes. And I don't know if that was because I was the big, or just, I mean, I was even the big to people that, you know, I didn't actually take as little. So, yes. I mean, um, our friend Catherine, she was like, yeah, you're like my mom, and I'm like, mm. I just care about people and I always have stuff in my purse (laughs) so that is another thing like the defining characteristics of a mom friend we've discussed the general definition is the person who in practical matters is the more mature friend that cares for one or more people in the friend group more than they would for say a stranger yes that is the working definition that we have here so the defining characteristics how do you diagnose who is the mom friend? How do you know if you are the mom friend? See, I have a couple characteristics that I think are the defining moments or things that make the mom friend. And if you resonate with any of these, you might be the mom friend. First one is that they're going to tell you what you need to hear and not always what you want to hear. As in, I don't like your boyfriend because he doesn't treat you right. I don't care. I still don't like him. that's that's conversations that you have or those hard conversations where you're like in college especially you're failing all the courses that have to do with your major 
maybe you should switch majors. Maybe it's mm-hmm. not, I need someone to cheer me on all the time. It's like, maybe I see that you're working really, really hard and you're still not up to par for that major. Maybe it's time to switch. I think another characteristic is, um, I feel like they like to be in bed just a little earlier than everyone else in the group. Doesn't necessarily have to be by like nine o'clock, but they don't want to stay out until 3 a.m. They want to go to bed at like 1.30. I will say that that can be for most cases of the mom friend. However, early on in college, I was the mom friend, but I was so worried about other people going, like I didn't go out often, mm-hmm. but I was worried about other people. So I would stay up late in case they needed to call me to come get them. So it, I stayed up late mm. and I was so used to staying up late because I was worrying about other the people. The worried mom exception. Yes, yes, of course, of course. See, I was thinking of all the times that I went out with the people I was worried with. And I was like, hey guys, we should probably like start going home now. Like party's dying. Like we should stop drinking now. So that was the kind of like go to bed early kind of thing. Um, I also think a defining characteristic that you can physically spot the mom purse ah the mom purse i have consolidated my mom purse and that it is now a smaller bag that isn't overflowing i used to carry around uh this bigger michael kors tote that i got actually as a graduation present for my parents and that was my work tote i threw everything in there mm-hmm. like everything and then slowly but surely once you kind of get into that groove of where you're working you know what you do and don't need in your purse what i currently have in my purse is some tylenol some wet wipes, a Tide pen, some hand cream, some hand sanitizer, business cards, a pen, a post-it pad, because I always have to write something down, two chapsticks, and a lipstick option. It's very big mom bag. And some tissues. It's actually not that big. I will insert a picture of my Kate Spade bag onto the Patreon uh, for you guys to see it. And it's it's not that big of a bag, but it has a lot of pockets. The mom bag tends to have a lot of pockets. Or one or, big pocket. Or it's just a giant bag where you can't see the bottom. That, that big mom bag energy. That's what I'm going to call that. I agree. A mom bag has uh, definitely some sort of painkiller, some ibuprofen, um, probably tissues, uh, uh, my, when I do have, you know, a, a purse that you could call a mom bag, definitely a nail file. I always have a nail file, I chapstick, and, um, I don't know, tampons, probably. Maybe a band-aid if they're really prepared. I have, uh, band-aids in my work, at, in my desk at work, and also a spare box of tampons in my desk at work. I, and I have told the other ladies in the office this. The other ladies that are also in there, mm. around our age range, I'm like, I have tampons in my desk you're like oh, you do and I was like I do because no one wants to pay 25 cents for a tampon I'm not gonna go off on a rant but I could do an entire we got shit to do episode on the benefits of a diva cup that is a I whole could, other episode that is not gonna cover that now but like the most iconic mom friend moment I'm gonna tell you this story so I was on our sorority exec board like you were and on the board that I served with is our friend Emma uh, just a little background on her. She is, I think, forensics, forensic science major. Like she's some sort of government. Like wants to work for the FBI, something like that. She's very intelligent. Uh, knows a lot about you know different kind of things of history. And she is one of the ultimate mom friends because her job on the board, um, among many other things, was being our risk chair. So she was the friend that was worried about 120 girls. She also is on campus for long stretches of time. She has classes very early and very late, and she lives a very long ways away. So she just stays on campus for a very long time. So she has a very big bag to carry all of her stuff in. 
And this iconic moment happened during one of our exec meetings. So we're there with the entire board, just about, you know, eight to ten people. About that, not not a big group, but like big enough. Usually about 10, depending on if you have committee chairs or anything, it could be up to 15. But no, no more than 15 in that tiny little room. Yeah. So there's just like a bunch of us and I think our president or just somebody just like needed a tissue or something that she had in her purse. So she picks up this, I want to say maybe like gallon sized purse. I don't know what me- measurement we're going to use for a purse, but... It was this big pink leather bag, and she just starts sorting and rummaging through it like a mom that definitely has that one thing you asked for, but like maybe doesn't know where it is. So she starts rummaging through all of her, which is essentially her backpack, but it's a purse, so it's her mom bag. And somebody asked her a question, because we continued on the meeting as she started searching, because it was some inconsequential thing. And uh, someone asked her a direct question, and she just held up her hand, one minute, honey, I'm looking for this. (laughs) And we all stopped and said, that was the most mom thing you have ever done, Emma. And so because of that exact moment, when people ask me, like, oh, who's the mom? I will point at Emma. I say, she is the mom friend. She always has tissues in her purse. I will say that out of us, maybe I'm not exactly the mom friend. So uh, uh, Jordan actually had my old position in our sorority. And my best friend, Sam, had Emma's old position in our sorority, as well as my position. But that's besides the point. (laughs) Sam was, her and I worked together. We lived together. We were the two mom friends that were just always kind of together. And when we worked on campus, we worked in the student center, visible to everyone. And everyone would come up to us and ask us, our sorority sisters would say, do you have this? Do you have that? And between the two of us, one of us had it. So Sam was probably the mom friend, and I was probably the big sister friend, because people were a little terrified to tell Sam things because they didn't mm-hmm. want to get in trouble. And they, so they would tell me, and then I would tell Sam in a low-key way when she had some ice cream. I'd be like, don't be mad at this person, but this is what happened. It's already handled. Maybe I was the big sister of mm. this group, and Sam was the mom friend. She is still the mom friend. But also, when you work a part-time job, take 18 credits, and also work part-time on Capitol Hill, you have a bag that is the mom bag because that's what you live in. Mm -hmm. You live out of that bag. It's a versatile resource. So uh, you mentioned earlier that like freshman year, you were very much the mom friend. When was your first recollection of either being called the mom friend or just hearing someone referred to as the mom friend? How early do you think this phrase is? I was about 16 when I was told I was the mom friend. I used to be the stage manager for my high school musical productions, uh, junior year and senior year of of high school. Mm. I was in charge of every single person. Senior year, I had a co-chair, a co-stage manager where I was like, you get the left half of the stage, I will take the right, and we will communicate just you and I. And, you know, this half of students stays here, and this half of students stays there. But so that was when I got the mom friend, because I actually, I had, um, I was making sure that everyone had food. I was making, on our breaks, I was making sure that people were taking their breaks. I was making sure that people were being safe. And I really would care about it. I mean, senior year of high school, when I had my own car and was driving, I would pay on Saturdays out of my own money to go buy the entire crew subs Mm -hmm. or McDonald's or something. Like I was coordinating, what does everybody want? Because (laughs) Saturdays we were there building or rehearsing from like, 8 a.m. to like 8 p.m. We were there a long time and a lot of people, you know, your parents couldn't come pick you up after school or things like that. So I would drive people home. I would make sure they ate. Like I was that friend. And then 
as I got older, I just kind of always kept that quality about myself. But even when I was younger, I remember like all of my friends were a lot smaller than me. And I always would like make sure that they were okay and be like, do you, are you okay? Do you need five minutes? Like I was that person that just like, I'm very empathetic to other people. And I think that's another characteristic of the mom friend is that you have a lot of internal empathy for others. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy for you to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Excluding the times in which, like, you said something and maybe one of your friends replied, okay, thanks, mom, like, saying it, like, in a negative way of, like, stop stop badgering me, calling someone a mom friend, I think, like, is that kind of, like, respect, like, of a, it's, like, the same category of, like, I'm recognizing that you want what's best for me, but calling them, like, calling them mom outside that context is something that's just more positively seen because you know this person wants what is best for you and you you can know you can always go to them and I do think that's a good point of like they have that internal empathy. I think my memories were about the same around the same age I was 16. It didn't have anything to do with, you know, theater or anything like that, but it was definitely like me trying to get my friends to do their homework mostly. <laughs> it was mostly me being very Hermione Granger-esque and trying to get people to study and do their work and, and try to be, you know, good students. And then um, when it came to the thing that I did in high school, which is not theater, but it was rowing, I wasn't mom to, like, the whole team, because it's like, 100-ish kids. That's just a lot. Um, but there was, you know, of the, usually the younger girls, like, because I remembered being this little freshman that n- no one, like, wanted to foster like, if I didn't like the sport as much as I, I did, I probably would have quit very early on because I didn't feel connected to the older girls. And I was like, Ugh, I want to change that. So as an older girl, you know, I looked at the freshmen that were like, maybe not the fastest ones, like the ones with the best technique and anything. And I made sure that they weren't hurting themselves, that they were getting better and playing to their strengths and doing all this stuff, like trying to foster their like love of something. Yes. And so I did get a paper plate award and they called me Boat Mom. Oh. So I'm so proud of that because, like, around the edge, some pe- people usually, like, write their name or something like that. But, like, the little decoration that I was given, it says, um, for knowing what to do even when the coxswain doesn't. <laughs> and I was like, that was basically my claim to fame on the team because, again, I wasn't very strong or fast. But if something went wrong, like, we're about to hit a rock. I could tell the coxswain, hey, have these three people hold and these people start rowing or something like that. Like, I knew a lot about it. And to know that these people could come to me and be like, hey, I have a problem. Can you help me figure it out? That was where I was, like, in my mom element. I think that's also a strong characteristic that, or someone that you might see becoming the mom friend is growing up. The mom friend, at least every one of my friends that I know that's, like, kind of a mom friend... <laughs> They've been that person that was never the fastest, the strongest, the best player, or the worst player. They were always those, I know what I'm doing, and I may not be the best, but you need those people on your team. And you need those people in your friend group to kind of keep everybody together and keep things meshed well. Because if you only have the best people and the worst people, and the best people don't have time because they're playing three other teams with the same sport, and the worst people don't even know where to start to fix themselves, you need those... The mom friend is the middle friend. Mm -hmm. They are very much the connector that glues everything together. And I think it's important to note because, like, we're kind of grouping of, like, a very specific person. In each friend group, because friend groups change over time, like, 
I think there will always be a person that becomes the mom friend. Maybe it's a person that isn't necessarily like that because among, you know, the best of the athletes in this situation, like among their group, they have their own mom friend. Exactly. It isn't entirely between, you know, the best and the worst. And maybe someone's the mom friend in one group, but not in another. It's a very fluid kind of position. And I think that goes back to it being like, Everyone has the capacity for it, and it's whoever is kind of expressing it the most at that moment. Yeah. Uh, I like what you said, how you can be the mom friend in one in one friend group, but not in another. So my husband's five years older than I am, and all of our friends are four or five years older than I am. I'm the baby of the group. I am in no way the mom friend of anything. I don't know a lot about certain things. I know a lot about how I've done things in the past, but not like how they should be done in some certain circumstances. So in that friend group, I am the baby. Mm -hmm. And growing up, my brother's 10 years older than I am. I was always the baby hanging out with all the big kids, always hanging out with the teenagers, with the punk years. You were so cool. Most of my brother's friends had a mohawk that was not their natural hair color. Having seen pictures of you and your brother, like, when you were little, I can only imagine what your friends looked like, and I want the photo. My friends were fine. His (laughs) friends were the weird ones. (laughs) Uh, They're all very, very nice people. Um, But I was was always the baby growing up, and I think that was kind of, because I was always hanging out with older people, I always felt more mature than other people did, and so I kind of turned on the mom friend gene. Mm. But in certain circles, like, at work, I am not the mom friend. Maybe, like, to the interns. And that's about it. But I'm the same age as our two interns. I think I really honed in on my momness. Like, it came from the boat mom, but it really honed in when I was the eternal sober one going out to parties. That is not what I understand is your experience of going out to parties. So explain the how, how to take your mom friend to a party, a bar, drinking, I don't know. I will expand a little bit uh, just my journey as a mom friend going out. Freshman year, didn't go out a lot. Went out to a couple parties, didn't really care. Spent a lot of time with my boyfriend, my husband at the time. Other way around. My husband, boyfriend at the time. And then sophomore year, when you're in a sorority, you go out a little bit just to scope out some of the freshman girls and kind Mm. of encourage them to go out (laughs) for recruitment. And I was with a group of people that they're great people, not always the best to party with if you are the mom friend who gets anxious about other people. I was very anxious at that party, just for sheer fact that I was like, we need to get certain people out of there before we make bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, And then by the time I got to senior year, I was like, my people are good because Mm -hmm. I've taught my people fine. Mm -hmm. I don't care about anybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's when I danced on the table. So you need to be wary of the mom friend taking her out because she can either be that worry wart that circles the party frequently and doesn't really drink and offers to drive everyone home but also offers her couch up to literally everyone and will help the stranger throwing up in the bathroom and offer to carry her to her car. I feel like that one comes from experience. No. <laughs> Not <laughs> okay. my experience. Oh, um, gosh. Or she'll be the one that you get her too drunk. And you're going to need to appoint a new mom friend immediately. Oh yes, temporary mom friend. There's always that second in command mom friend where you're like, this is your time to shine because her boyfriend just broke up with her and we're at a bar. So that's where you can go and find what I find to be the dad friend. Oof, the dad friend. What is the difference between a mom friend and a dad friend to you? The mom friend is like very caring and like sweet about everything and the dad friend is just immediately stops you from doing bad decisions and does not care how that happens. See, I think instead the dad friend and the mom friend 
are, they're very similar in their level of caring. And I think the dad friend is just, A, less prepared, because there's no dad friend bag. No. Like, that that no, doesn't happen. They don't have the bag. Maybe a fanny pack, but that's really just got their, their keys and their phone and maybe some cash. And, like, maybe something weird they picked up, like a windmill or something. Like, or just something like, strange. I'm, I'm collecting some bottle caps. Yeah, something, something maybe a little strange. And they're just maybe less adept at expressing their caring, which I think might come down to the, like, stopping you from doing something stupid. A mom friend might, like, help you reach the conclusion on your own that you shouldn't do this. But I think a dad friend is kind of like, hey, that's, um, I don't think that's a good idea. And, like, when you do it, they're like, uh, I, I tried to tell you, but... Yeah, I think that was a bad idea. It's that how they express themselves might be a little different. I, I think you're on track, but I think that there's also, like, you have that friend who's ridiculously drunk, slurring her words at a party, and she's talking to this dude, and you're getting real bad vibes. Mom mm. friend weasels her way in there and starts <laughs> chatting him up and, like, slowly backs you away to the rest of your group of friends. The dad friend just walks up and goes, dude, go away, and corrals <laughs> you. I wanted you to finish your sentence, but y'all, she just made, like, this little slithering, like, put her hands together and just shimmied in place to illustrate her point of the girl weaseling, which in my head, I don't know why I thought of this, but I'm thinking of, like, girl, guy, and then girl who is smaller than both of them weaseling her way in, which is very strange, because I know you're taller than most of our friends. Yeah. For, <laughs> for viewer reference, uh, listener reference, not viewer, I'm five foot eight. Most of our friends are 5'5 five five and below. Hello, that's me. There is a point um, to the mom friend thing that, like, the characteristics that you can find um, and, the, and the care and keeping of your mom friend. The mom friends, I feel, are also the people that have the greatest tendency to say, I do everything in this house, but since we aren't actually the moms and don't actually need to, you know, wash the dishes, take out the trash, and all the actual things that are done in a home where there presumably would be a mother or a mother figure, they don't always have to check in with everybody. Because I know it's a big drain on like that individual person. They don't always have to do all the things that make them the mom friend, but maybe they feel obliged to, so. They might feel obliged to check in on everybody and do all those things, but then speaking from a weird psychological standpoint, I took way too many psych classes even Please, for a psych major. add some science into this. Give some legitimacy to our words. You, everybody wants their relationships, whether that's their relationship with a significant other, their friends, their parents, to be what you put in, and you get out just as much. And the mom friend, at least being you know, in your teens, in your early 20s, mom friends tend to put in a lot of work. And they put in a lot of work, and they don't get that back all the time. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you're like, I'm really trying to be friends with you, and it's frustrating when you're like, I care so much about you, and I'm trying to help you out. And you kind of blow me off to do other things, or you completely blow off any suggestions that I have that you've asked from me. Mm -hmm. And like that gets frustrating as a mom friend when you're like, I'm putting in all of this emotional effort and I'm not getting the same levels of emotional effort back. But you have to start to remember in your brain, like, I don't have to be doing this. I don't have to do that. I want to be doing this. This is I'm putting all of this effort in because I want that kind of a relationship. Bless you. Our production supervisor is very sneezy today. You. But you have to remember that it's you're choosing to have this and not kind of... I've seen some people, whether in their significant other relationships or 
their paternal relationships, their sibling relationships, they're like, I put so much in and I'm so mad at you because you put so little back. Mm-hmm. And that's something you have to remember is that if you're putting in so much effort and it's getting frustrated and you're finding it really hard to remember why you put in all this effort, maybe you don't need to be friends with that person. I think, like, very valid point before I, I, I move on to what I'm about to say. One of the things that I often see in mom friends is maybe not necessarily that the person that they're putting in is, like, intentionally giving less, but I think the mom friend might be wired sometimes to get into that loop of, like, oh, I just need to care more and I need to do all this. And they want to ex- they want to extend, you know, their caring and, and their affection towards this person. And sometimes, like, as, like, a person that sometimes needs someone to tell me, you know, like, oh, yeah, you're so smart and you're doing this and I'm so proud of you, like, from just whoever in my friend group, it's also some time that I need to flip it back on them and be like, are you taking care of yourself, mom friend? Yes. Because in giving so much, because mom friends, I think, naturally have, you know, that capacity to care more. Listen, I love my friends. Sometimes I forget to check in on them. Like, we all do it. Oh, yeah. So I think a mom friend, it might be so caught up in checking in with you, helping you with, like, your paper, this assignment, or, you know, talking with you when you break up with your boyfriend, that sometimes they let their own lives slip. And part of being good friends and just being standard friends, not even being the mom (laughs) friend to the mom friend, is caring about them and saying, no, you focus on your thing. Make sure that you are in a position that you are stable, that you are happy, so that way you can continue to care about the people that you have claimed as your temporary children. Because if you're exhausted from helping another person, you're not doing well in school or at work, like, you can't give any extra resources because you have none to give. You can't pour from an empty glass. Mom friends, take care of yourselves. If you aren't the mom friend, take care of your mom friends. Give her some wine if she's of age. Give her some chocolate. Let her be. Some of us mom friends are complete introverts like me. And we spend a lot of our energy on other people because we'd rather spend our energy on other people than ourselves. Don't forget to check in with your mom friend. Make sure she's okay. Yeah, and just like... I've really made it a point, I don't know how successful I've been thus far, but I've tried to, like, recognize when my friends are are doing something that I, you know, I essentially love them for. I want to acknowledge when these people are doing, you know, something good out of the way, like, technically nobody has to be friends with me. Like, there's no reason they must be friends with me. Might have to be civil towards me, but they, these, like, I'm gonna say ladies, because I just hang out with our sorority sisters most often, but these ladies don't have to be in my presence 24-7. They don't have to let me sit with them when, you know, I have an hour on campus. And so there's something about them that they're like, hey, I like having you around. And I obviously like having them around. So when they do, you know, give me words of encouragement when I'm struggling with a project or, you know, they say, hey, I'm going to go get something from Steak and Shake. Do you want anything? Again, they don't have to do any of this. So I'm trying to show more gratitude to them, just recognizing like, hey, you make me laugh. I'm, I'm glad you're my friend. Like, thank you for always, you know, encouraging me. Thank you for helping me through X thing. Because I feel like that's somewhat of our relationship of like, I know what I need to do, but you'll just help me like think through it. Yes. And, and validate like, you're not crazy for thinking this way. And just kind of just mirror back what you need to hear. But it's also coming from another person. So you're more likely to trust it. I call that... I need another head to bounce ideas off of. Yes. Honestly, check in on your mom friends. 
I know that they look like they might have everything together, that they've got their life going, they've got their life plan, but that might just be how they want you to see them. Nobody's mm-hmm. mom wants them, wants their child. Listener, your mom is thinking. Or mother figure. Mother figure, aunt, older sister or something, doesn't want you to see them upset and see them struggling. Mm-hmm. No parent wants that for their child. And the way, same way that a mom friend is like, I don't want to admit that I'm struggling. They're going to look like they have it all together. I'm going to tell you right now, no one does. Mm-hmm. Nobody does. Not even Michelle Obama. She's a great lady, but she does not have everything together. It's probably the most encouraging thing I have heard in a very long time. I feel like I need to go text my mom for it now. <laughs> I need to text Emma and just be like, hey, are you okay? Also, how are, how are your headspace? Remember to hype up your mom friend on her Instagram posts. Because you know those mom friends do not post often <laughs> enough. And you're like, I gotta hype you up. And because you know, they're like the same, hey, skinny arm on hip, like smiling in front of something, boyfriend optional. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's the same photo, but they're trying, God bless them. Being a mom friend, I post maybe once every three months. The majority of the photos that I feel like are on your Instagram are ones that I've tagged you in. The recent ones, yes. So like when she posts like, she got her hair done, like hype her up. If you're like, I'm not so sure about this. We're both stressed out from finals. Like, let's go get a mani-pedi. Like do that. The things that you would do with your mom that make you feel better. Like, I don't know, going to get my nails done with my mom. Like that just sounds fun. Like let's do that with the mom friend. Let's just do that. Honestly, sometimes just going to walk around Home Goods is fun. Because there's always so much interesting stuff there. You're like, I wouldn't have thought to make this, but now I want it. Yes. I have nowhere to put this, but now I want it. I feel our mom friend's coming out. Yes. Very momish. And there's only a cat here. He's my baby. Yeah. So what am I left with? I can't have multiple children. He needs me more than you do. He can't feed himself. Yeah, I know. Okay. He's joined us for the end of the pod because we have reached the end of the pod, Christina. We have... This was a fun episode. I enjoyed I enjoyed talking about mom friends and like slightly roasting them. I hope our listeners were at least mildly entertained. Maybe some of them realize that they're a mom friend. But that is the end of this week's episode of We Got Shit to Do. Goodbye and farewell. And see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks, guys. Later. Bye. Do 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 do